the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Congressman Matt Gates says he's going to try and remove House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, a fellow Republican, from his leadership position this week. Gates's announcement this morning on CNN comes after McCarthy relied on Democratic support to pass a bill last night to avoid a government shutdown. Elsewhere, Donald Trump has his eye on a big presidential primary prize in California. The former president made a personal pitch to California Republicans on Friday at their state convention in Anaheim. He declared that help is on the way to his supporters in a state where Democrats are dominant. Trump is working to solidify his support in the Golden State. California's 169 convention delegates are the biggest prize in the race for the GOP nomination, and Trump can win them all by getting at least 50% of the vote in the March 5th primary. Greg Clugston, Washington. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm, it's one out of every ten of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this Sunday afternoon here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Stay tuned to the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson coming up in moments, but first a quick look at your weather forecast from the Genovations Region Weather Center. Today is high mid-80s, sunshine for the afternoon, while tonight's low dipping to about 65 for the overnight, clear skies. Monday, sunshine with a high around 83 degrees. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is The Closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag NarnShow for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, I know it's a noon Vikings game, so uh, we always anticipate that when the Vikings uh, start at noon, uh, typically, noon games end at 3, and, of course, this broadcast is on 1 to 3, so it's possible we may have, I don't know, one or two fewer live listeners uh, tuning into the broadcast. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, check out am1280thepatriot.com and click on podcast. If you happen to be listening right now, uh, yeah, am1280thepatriot.com, click on podcast and check out uh, the podcast of any of your favorite AM1280 The Patriot shows. And, as always, we appreciate tuning in. And oh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention we also have the uh, live stream of our broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So feel free to look at it. Check that out as well. Going to kind of divide today's broadcast up a little bit. Going to talk some uh, national stuff here in the first hour. And then in the second hour, we are going to have some local candidates on. uh, Three candidates running for school board in South Washington County. 
schools, uh, which includes the Woodbury, Newport, Cottage Grove areas. So we'll definitely talk to those folks, kind of get a finger on the pulse with how the campaigns are going. Definitely look forward to that. But first hour, talking some national politics, particularly uh, presidential politics. And it's pretty obvious that, well, it's been obvious for some time that the Team Biden re-election campaign is no longer able to put up the facade that their guy just isn't up for the job much longer, much less a campaign grind. And I don't think it's a coincidence that you're hearing scuttle about possibly instituting COVID mandates again, because there's another variant of COVID out there, and as viruses are, are wont to do, they mutate. And uh, thankfully, over time, they become less severe, like the latest uh, strains of COVID variants, if you will, haven't been as severe as the original strain that wreaked havoc starting in 2020 and resulted in hundreds of thousands of deaths of Americans and hospitalizations, ICU usage. And again, I, I don't care to have another COVID debate. It's like, well, you know, the people that died, look at all the comorbidities they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get all that. Okay. Not, not having a COVID debate, but the fact of the matter is uh, their demise was expedited once they got COVID, the original strain. Well, that gave then candidate Joe Biden cover to basically run his presidential campaign from his basement in his Delaware home. And there were a lot of days where he called a lid by about noon Eastern time. But the media, of course, was going to provide cover because they could say, well, you know, he, you know, it's undeniable. The guy at the time, he was 78 years old. And, you know, I, I that this virus wreaks havoc of pretty much anybody, but certainly someone in his late seventies. So it would behoove us to, you know, not have large in-person events because, you know, the CDC guidance talks about social distancing, all that kind of stuff. Well, I I gather that they're ginning up, trying to gin up a COVID scare this time so they can have an excuse for him to run a less rigorous campaign because they can shove him back in the in the basement again, okay? The problem is, He's actually president of the United States now. And I don't think you can do campaigning like from your White House Oval Office or anything like that. I'm not I'm no campaign finance guru. Or I'm not overly familiar with campaign laws, but I gotta I gotta believe that you can't do campaign events from the White House. Okay. So if you're going to be in your basement a lot, well, then that means you're away from your White House, you're away from the White House, your, your, your office at the White House, the Oval Office, and you're not doing your job. So they're looking for any reason they can to where he doesn't have to get out on the campaign trail as much. You know, maybe go to, I don't know, they can rent any kind of uh, Biden campaign, could, you know, gin up a few bucks and get a... Uh, a separate location for him to do Zoom meetings or whatever else. So that's why I think that they're ginning up a lot of these uh, concerns. There's going to be COVID mandates implemented. I say all that to say that it's it's pretty obvious they're not able to put up the facade anymore. It's very clear that Joe Biden is not physically or mentally capable of doing his job, much less adding on top of that a grind of a of a presidential campaign. And uh, Axios, uh, well, for, before I get to the Axios story, this has been going on for some time. Uh, this was kind of a narrative that was being put out there on Twitter and other social media sites where they were doing a side-by-side of Joe Biden and Donald Trump. You know, they say, well, you know, if you, if they want to make this campaign about fitness, well, game on. And they would show up a, a photo of, Joe Biden in a you know in a polo shirt and shorts and uh, looking real vibrant, big smile, waving to the camera, and then you'd show Donald Trump who they make him look like this big blob in his golf shirt because Trump is 
He was about six foot three, and I'm sorry, Donald Trump's not 215 pounds. Okay, <laughs> God bless him. He's not 215 pounds. All right, he, he looks like he's more 230, 240. Okay, I've been, I'm six two, six three, and I've been 230 plus pounds. All right, um, ain't no way. And even when I was 230 pounds, uh, I look better than what Trump does, in my opinion. Again, that's an aside. So they would do these side by side photos. Showing a vibrant uh, Biden with his big smile, toothy smile, waving the camera, skin looks great, whatever else. Well, it was later ascertained that these were photoshopped. They would take a photo of Biden and they would clear up his skin and whiten his teeth and everything else. And they would show the side by side of the original image and then the photoshopped image. So it's very clear. Oh, you want to make this about fitness? Well, game on. Well, if you want to do it straight up by fitness, uh, I think it would probably be a push. Okay, the the walking cadaver versus Trump, who looks kind of like a a blob type figure and doesn't have the best diet. You know, makes no bones about it. He likes his fast food. Okay, but it's very clear that Joe Biden physically is is not up for it. And that was Exhibit A. I think it was a couple of months ago. They were photoshopping trying to make him look better than he actually was. Well, I alluded to the Axios story, and I'll get to that a little bit. Uh, now, they're op- they're kind of engaging in a uh, rather informal operation called, and I like what Beej Wellborn, she, um, she cited at, at hotair.com. It was operation, and I'll clean it up, for crying out loud, let's keep the geezer upright. And Axios kind of uh, blew the lid off the campaign. This is from Alex Thompson at, at Axios. President Biden and his campaign are working on a critical project for his reelection bid. Make sure he doesn't trip. As voters express deep concerns about the 80-year-old president's age and fitness for office, Biden's team is taking extra steps to prevent him from stumbling in public, as he did in June when he tripped over a sandbag at the Air Force Academy. One of the things he's doing, a physical therapist, where Biden has been doing exercise to improve his balance as far back as November 2021. Since his stumble in June, he has been wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping and using short stairs on Air Force One. I had to be very careful not to say short bus. Short stairs on Air Force One entering the plane on a lower deck than before. You know, that's a great point. Just as this story came out, Biden was going somewhere in Air Force One and he was entering on the lower deck where there's fewer stairs to get into the plane. Or actually, he was coming off the plane. He was coming off the plane. Again, less stairs, lower deck. He almost tumbled while he was holding on to the railing. Now, how disastrous would that have been had he taken an actual tumble when this story came, literally the day this story came out? So uh, why this matters? Well, Democrats, including some in the administration, are terrified that Biden will have a bad fall with a nightmare scenario of it happening in the weeks before the November 2024 election. Some senior Democrats privately have been frustrated with Biden's advanced team for months, citing the sandbag incident and noting that the president often appears not to know which direction to go after he speaks at a podium. This is my favorite, by the way, this this next paragraph. Often without context, Republicans have used video clips of Biden looking confused about where to go after speeches to raise further questions about his age. Without context? What's the context? When he's done speaking, he's looking around, does his hands in the air thing like, what do I do? Where do I go? What, 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 What more context do we need? This isn't difficult. And a lot of people were making hay over uh, Donald Trump, I guess, at a uh, fundraiser the past few days where he was kind of mocking Joe Biden while being on stage. He says, look, I'm looking over here. There's three stairs. I'm looking over there. There's three stairs. What's the confusion? Why is he having so much problem? And that got a lot of play and a lot of laughs. Uh, You know, that's that's the state of our politics now. I don't like it. Okay, but uh, I'm sorry if you I still remember the progressives making hay over Donald Trump very slowly walking down a ramp while he was holding on to the rope. 
because the railing, the, it was a makeshift railing made out of, I think it was like a velvet rope or something, and he was hanging onto it, and they're like, oh, my God, what, what what's going on here? There's something wrong. He's walking so gingerly down that ramp. Is there something awry with Donald Trump's health? So for those of you who are progressives who expressed outrage over Trump uh, mocking Biden, walking around the stage like he didn't know where he was going, I do not believe your outrage. Especially if you were ginning up these phony concerns over Donald Trump holding on to a rope while going down a ramp. So I'm sorry, I don't believe the outrage. But we'll have a little bit more to say about this. And be available to take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment. Go nowhere. There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was a golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles putting this roof on it it's a little complicated we had to take our copper gutters off that jtr helped us out on and uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing and we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of and they were able to work with marvin and we are we'll be putting the windows in with help from jtr on that also JTR probably, I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right. And the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And, and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Now, almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. You want to feel important? You want to be part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We felt that way too. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Ryan Rossman from Chisholm, Minnesota, and that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Minnesota Army National Guard soldiers. We are people just like you, and together we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit nationalguard.com forward slash MN to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Our listeners know they can count on this station to lend a helping hand. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for a connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where you can give us a like or a follow on our page if you so desire. And we do have the live stream up and running. So you can leave a comment or question 
there as well. And our good friend Wild Wilson checking in from Texas. Wild, good to hear from you as always. Uh, Wild was asking what time the Cowboys play today. Looks like they're hosting the Patriots at 325 uh, this afternoon. So good for Wild. He can listen to the entire broadcast and then uh, later on catch uh, the Cowboys down in his home state of Texas. So, uh, again, as always, Wild, good to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. So I was talking in the first hour about how Team Biden is going to whatever lengths they can to keep the president from having a high-profile stumble in public. I mean, we've seen, you know, we've seen multiple instances of it when he was on vacation, I think, yeah, near Delaware, near his Delaware home. He was riding a bike, and as he came to a stop to greet a press gaggle, he, uh, his foot got stuck in the pedal, and he fell over. The bike fell over. Thankfully, he was okay. Uh, there was also the one of his first treks on Air Force One where he was walking up the very steep staircase. He tripped and fell, and he hung onto the railing, thankfully, and he tried to get up a couple different times and slipped again before he finally gained his footing and got on there. And so... And, of course, they did allude to this Axios piece alluded to in June when he was at the Air Force Academy graduation ceremony. There was a sandbag in the middle of the stage he didn't see, and he tripped over it. And they know how disastrous that would be in the 2024 campaign because his his approval rating has, has been underwater for more than two years now. And I could tell you the exact point where it went underwater. And it had nothing to do with his age or his mental acuity or lack thereof, lack of mental acuity. It had everything to do with his disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. The timing of it was horrible. I mean, I don't think you're going to get a lot of people to hit back and say, hey, we needed to get out of Afghanistan. But the way it was done and how disastrous of a withdrawal it was, his approval rating went underwater. This was August of 2021, and it's never been above 50% since then. His approval ratings have reached Trump-level lows. Okay, And again, I'm no Trump defender, as you all well know. But what Trump faced the first year plus of his administration, and again, a lot of a good part of it was his own doing, but the just fabrication of the Trump Russia collusion and Trump being a Russian asset and everything. Okay. And Biden has had the exact opposite of media trying to prop him up, you know, doing weekend at Biden's in the motif of weekend at Bernie's where they try to prop up a dead guy. Okay. That may sound harsh, but that's basically what they're doing. They're gaslighting the public, saying, well, you know, in inflation, we've had zero inflation. Or the border's never been more secure. Or the you know, Bidenomics is working. And what a disaster that's been. The Republicans were the ones who coined that phrase, Bidenomics, where inflation has gotten out of control. Uh, people are finding the cost of living more and more difficult on a daily basis. And yet, and the Republicans thus chided it as, well, that's Bidenomics in action. And the Biden folks took it on enthusiastically. Yeah, Bidenomics. Yeah, that sounds good. We're proud of that. We're changing people's lives. We're cutting checks uh, from the government, from the uh, federal treasury and sending them to folks. We're changing lives. Well, you're changing lives, but not in the way you think. $33 trillion in debt. And the uh, our kids and grandkids that have to pay for that, yeah, their lives are going to change just Probably not in the way you're intending. So I say all that to say that there is no Republicans pounce defense that you're going to be able to use to cover up the president's very obvious mental and physical deficiencies. And I can't help but wonder, how did, how did we get to this point? Remember when Joe Biden was inaugurated, and shortly after he was inaugurated, or maybe it was just before his inauguration, I know after he won his election in 2020, he talked about being a transi- transitory president, transition. This, I, I, you know, I'm a president in transition, where I'm, I'm kind of the link to the younger generation, where we need to have a younger generation of leaders take, take, the, take the reins here. Now he's running for re-election. And my theory is, is that they had every intention of elevating Kamala Harris, you know, make Kamala Harris the, the, the vice president. She's the first ever female vice president. Oh, yeah, she happens to be a woman of color. Because remember, that was Biden's only criteria for vice president. It wasn't qualifications, wasn't competence, wasn't anything. I want a woman of color. Okay, uh, qualifications, was that, uh, was that part of the deal here? Was that, was, was that an important aspect of it? 
If you've heard Kamala Harris speak, the answer is an emphatic no. And the expectation would be that, you know what, okay, he probably won't make it through his first term. But look at this. We've got someone in the in the person of Kamala Harris that could take over. And look at this. The Democrats, of course, we progressive Democrats, we're the first ever party to have a female president. And not only a female president, but a female president of color. The only thing that would probably temper their enthusiasm is she wasn't a, a trans woman or part of the LGBTQ community. But, oh, well, can't, can't win them all, I guess. Because the uh, the Democrats they uh, yeah they they love their uh, intersectionality scorecard that's for sure. But then they realize oh my God Kamala Harris is awful she's an awful politician boy who could have ever seen this coming who could have seen this coming oh I don't know the Democrat voters where her polling never got above single digits and therefore she didn't even make it to the Iowa caucus in early 2020 when she was running for president who could have seen that coming well hello. She was soundly rejected. So now they feel the need to prop up Joe Biden because Kamala Harris is not a suitable alternative anymore. And if Joe Biden suddenly can't run in 2024, the logical person to take his place would be his vice president. But she is got the lowest approval ratings, I think, outside of Mitch McConnell, of any politician in Washington. So it's just amazing how we've got to this point where they have to literally prop up Joe Biden and hope that they can drag him across the finish line. So uh, we have a few minutes left in this segment. We do want to get to a caller quick. Uh, line one, Mark is on the uh, on the phone. Mark, go ahead. Being transformed, and there's a person on the other end of her phone. She's padlocked in the basement, and she says children will be affected through messages sent. The candy I'm fed is... I don't know what that's about, but... Uh... Yeah, I think this was it. I don't know what that was about. Was he talking to someone else? Because all of a sudden he was going right into a conversation. Mark, I'd say thank you, but that was very befuddling, very weird. So uh, anyways, so this is how we've got this point. So I'm wondering if Biden doesn't make it to the 2024 campaign trail. And, I, and, and again, my prediction is he won't make it. And again, I have to emphasize, I don't believe necessarily he's going to pass away. I just think that they can't keep this charade up anymore. And it would take one high-profile stumble, which he almost had after getting his new tennis shoes and going through these exercises to making sure he doesn't fall. But it would take one more where it's getting to the point where we can't move forward with him. And there was one outlier poll that NBC News cited that showed that even in a head-to-head matchup with Trump, that Biden would lose. Okay, And that was enough to panic a lot of progressives. Now, again, that was an outlier poll, but the point is that the fact that there is a poll out there that shows Trump beating Biden and beating Biden Biden soundly, that was enough to to panic a lot of progressives. So, again, if Biden doesn't go forward in 2024, I don't even know the procedure. This I mean, I in my lifetime, I'm 54 years old. I've seen a good number of presidential campaigns. There's been nothing really like this in my lifetime. You know, it's been an incumbent president who's it's either been an incumbent president who's run for reelection or it's been an open seat where, you know, a president moves on after two terms. And then you have, you know, a free for all, both the Democrat and Republican side. And you get two candidates and each candidate, each nominee picks their vice presidential candidate and they move forward. And, you know, whoever wins the presidency runs for reelection and they run with the same running mate and all that. This is this in my lifetime. This is unprecedented. If Joe Biden doesn't run, you know, Kamala Harris is worse off. How do you how do you get rid of her? Okay, because this was the bone that the progressives were willing to accept to throw their support behind Joe Biden, because they they looked at Joe Biden as too moderate. No, we need a progressive. We need someone who's more transformative. And they were finally talked down and said, look, someone like that can't win. But I'll tell you what, if Joe Biden's at the top of the ticket, we can get a more progressive choice as his running mate. And that placated a lot of these progressives. Well, now, if Biden's not the candidate, or even worse, if Biden somehow is the candidate but wants to go with a different running mate because Kamala Harris is a drag on the ticket, how is that going to play? Particularly with someone like James Clyburn, who was kind of the one person that they really had to convince to throw his support behind Joe Biden. 
And the deal with him was, well, we'll uh, we'll make the VP a woman of color. Okay. So this is uh, we're we're in the final quarter of the year 2023, and you know, obviously the the 2024 campaign has already started. We had our second Republican presidential debate, which we're going to talk about next. And if you'd like to weigh in on uh, any of the topics we discuss, uh, if you watch the debate, uh, what'd you think? 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment. Go nowhere. Ready for an unforgettable night of laughter with hilarious comedian Jeff Allen. I married a tough one. Tammy's a tough woman. First thing she did when we got married was take my spine away from me. She keeps it in her purse. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff Allen's Are We There Yet comedy tour. Three o'clock in the morning. I heard a noise. Here's your spine. Go down and see what it was. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in town on Thursday, November 16th, and you can save up to $10 per ticket. Just visit am1280thepatriot.com. Hey, it's time. Time not only to be a Christian, but also live your faith with another Live It Challenge. Up next, bring your Bible to School Day on October 5th. To learn more or register your children for the first time, visit bringyourbible.com. Yeah, Invergrove Hyundai, they have an amazing service staff. Incredible. Hey, I'm Javon from Megan. All in all, um, the entire staff is so friendly. I mean, you have young people to even elders. They really are like like good people. They have really, really good hearts. So Tyler is someone that I would highly recommend. Uh, he'll, he'll remember your name, too. <laughs> I have a Hyundai Sonata 2020. And uh, the services that I've gotten on there is uh, oil changes. We had to switch out the chip maybe once. And I, I probably had like a, a check engine light, and I wanted to get it checked on. But they never give me a hassle. They're just like, hey, come in. One thing I love the most about Invergrove Hyundai is any place you go, that if they remember you, then you're significant to them. Even if you don't think you are, they'll make you feel like it, and you'll feel right at home. Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive. Open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays. Call them today or schedule your appointment online at InvergroveHyundai.com. That's InvergroveHyundai.com. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kloharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio and vehicles for the next generation. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Programming. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And feel free to check out our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. Wild and Wild Wilson, as well as Gary Grover, both checking in. Gary uh, always checks in uh, from uh, War Road. Well, hi, hi back, Gary. Thanks, uh, gentlemen, for checking us out. And uh, by the way, if you haven't followed or liked our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, why the heck not? Give it a shot. You'll love it. And uh, we hope you'll uh, tune in either way. So uh, I want to transition now to the 
uh, Republican presidential debate. I uh, just saw a recap, just saw some highlights. You know, I, I I think the debate would be a lot more productive if candidates were able to engage each other in debate, kind of a little crossfire here. And really the rules were set up as like, well, you know, if you uh, – if we give you throw you a question and you answer it and you invoke one of the candidates, the candidate whose name you invoke gets a chance to respond to you. And really, it's this particular debate was seven candidates, and they were given the same question by the moderators. Fox Business Channel was putting on this debate. Uh, Dana Perino and Stuart Varney were the moderators in the uh, other lady's name, whose name escapes me. I believe she was from uh, Telemundo TV. They basically give them this. They give them a question, and all of them answer it. And there's very little distinguishing between the candidates when they answer a specific question. So it's a, it's a gigantic waste of time. And and if and if the goal is to knock Trump off the top of the mantle here, seven candidates ain't going to do it. You got to winnow down the field, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, there was some highlights. Uh, I'll tell you what, Spencer. Why don't we start with um, why don't we start with uh, cut number three? We'll kind of work backwards here a little bit. Cut number three. So Chris Christie, New Jersey governor, well past his time. He should, if he'd got in in 2012, you know, the year Romney was a nominee, maybe uh, he might have been able to make some hay because Chris Christie was in the middle of his first, near the end of his first term as New Jersey governor, was one of the most popular governors in the United States, and when you have a Republican that can win that handily in New Jersey while maintaining some conservative fiscal policies, other issues he wasn't so fisc- uh, conservative on, but fiscal policies, uh, you know, that's someone who may have gotten a serious look. But 2016, 2020, or excuse me, 20, uh, yeah, he ran in 2016 and now in 2024, well past his prime. But uh, he was kind of the Trump surrogate back in uh, 2016 where he kind of did the uh, proverbial murder-suicide on Marco Rubio because Rubio was seen as the biggest threat uh, by Democrats. That's who the candidate Democrats most feared. So he basically knocked out Marco Rubio and then kind of got out of the race shortly thereafter and became a Trump surrogate. Now he's in the race to uh, work on behalf of Democrats going after Trump. So uh, cut number three, this is Chris Christie at the debate the other night. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. And I want to look- okay, that was kind of a, that was kind of a cheesy line, kind of a dad joke thing to Donald Duck, but whatever, but whatever. But Christie's point was sound. Trump can't defend his record. He's going out there flat out gaslight. Well, Trump is always gaslighted. Let's be honest, but he's out there specifically about Ron DeSantis' record in Florida, gaslighting, saying how he shut down the state. Where, you know, I'm sorry, Mr. President, but. There is video archives out there of you being openly critical of governors opening their states sooner than you would have desired. And so if Trump wants to have a but Trump wants to have a substantive debate on record, he would lose and he would lose in his terms bigly. See, back in 2016, it was easier for Trump to lob rhetorical bombs because he had no record to run on. He'd never had elected office, and people saw that as a feature, not a bug. I understand that. And he got a lot of traction that way. But the Donald Trump right now that's running in this campaign is not the same as in 2016. And there are a majority of Republican voters that would that are either uh, will not consider Trump to be the nominee or are considering someone else. So say, you know what, we'll support the nominee, whomever it is, even if it happens to be. Donald Trump. Now, what are the two states, the two uh, states that will vote first in these uh, primary slash caucuses? Well, of course, Iowa and New Hampshire. Well, according to a YouGov poll, which is a CBS News poll of, you know, the question was about this was to likely GOP primary voters. Who are you considering for the GOP nomination? Only Trump. So the Trump cultists, basically. Only Trump, 20 percent 
of likely GOP primary voters are only Trump. That's in Iowa. And New Hampshire, 23% of likely GOP primary voters. Again, New Hampshire. Those those would be considered only Trump. So that tells you a majority are either not considering Trump or they will acquiesce to whomever the nominee is, whether it be Trump or any of the other candidates. So there is a golden opportunity. I wouldn't say golden. I still think it's a long shot to knock Trump off the top, unfortunately. A lot can happen, I understand. But where it stands right now, it's going to take a lot to knock Donald Trump off the top. I mean, that's just a fact. But another reason that Trump is in, is afraid to really engage in these debates, and again, Trump loves this stuff for sport. He loves to get up there and lob insults and rhetorical bombs at people, but he can't do it now because, again, he has a record, which he can be called out on. And instead of de- passionately defending his record face-to-face to candidates who are calling him out, he just goes on Truth Social and gaslights. And just, again, his messages look like, uh, look like someone clips out letters in a magazine and puts together a ransom letter. I mean, that, that's just the kind of drivel he puts out there. So this is, let's go to Spencer. Let's go to cut number one. Ron DeSantis was on, I forget which Fox news program in the aftermath of the debate. And again, like governor Chris Christie rightly calls out Donald Trump and how Trump talks all tough, but, when it comes to his record as president, his record doesn't quite match some of his tough rhetoric. This is cut number one. He owes it to the voters to defend his record, uh, to defend the decisions he's made, and also to defend why is he running on the same program in 2016 that he did not actually implement. For example, draining the swamp. He didn't fire Christopher Ray. He didn't fire Anthony Fauci. He didn't do anything to clean house. Now, all of a sudden, he's going to slay the administrative state when he gave Fauci an award his last day in office. What about all the spending and debt? They racked up massive amounts of debt, particularly in his last year in office. Of course, you're going to end up uh, leading to inflation when you do that. So I think on issue after issue, he owes it to the voters to come out and do it. And, And I'd say the final thing, Bill. He's had a lot to say about me on social media really since 2022, right before the midterm election. He started uh, he started attacking me when I was we all Republicans were supposed to be united for a red wave. No, he tried to attack me and has been doing it a lot. You know, it's one thing to do it behind a keyboard. Step up on stage and do it to my face. I'm ready for it. You used to say I was a great governor. Now, all of a sudden, you're saying the opposite. Let's have that discussion and I'll do it. We could do it one on one. I was with Sean last night. Let's do that. uh, And let's let's give the American people the choice that they deserve. Amen. Amen. Love that. Where was that DeSantis before? Well, he was probably out there before, but of course he's not going to get a lot of media coverage, particularly from progressive media like CNN and MSNBC, because they want Trump to be the candidate because they think he's easiest to beat. And now, like I say, there was one outlier poll that showed Trump winning handily against Biden, not as handily as, say, Ron DeSantis or Nikki Haley would head to head, but Definitely winning nonetheless. So uh, let's skip down to cut number four. So speaking of Donald Trump, he was at a GOP fundraiser in California this uh, past weekend. I think maybe Thursday, Friday, maybe over the weekend. Don't remember exactly when it was, but it was after the debate. I know that much. And as we heard during SRN News at the top of the hour, this is a big prize for Republicans because there are a lot of delegates at stake. And all you need is 50 percent plus uh, one of the vote. And you get the you get the delegates. Okay, you get all of the delegates, which I forget how many there are. It's significant. (laughs) Let's just say that. So uh, let's play. uh, Yeah, let's uh, play cut number four. These people are killing people when they go into the stores. You'll have 300 young people who are not looking for a good future. Walk into a store, big department store and just pillage it. And if you happen to be there when they're there, they'll knock the hell out of you and kill you in some cases. And we will immediately stop all of the pillaging and theft. Very simply, if you rob a store, you can fully expect to be shot as you are leaving that store. Okay. Um, This is, you know what, this is eerily similar during the unrest in the aftermath of George Floyd. Where all Trump did was take to Twitter and in all caps, law and order. 
And then he said uh, something along the lines, when you start looting, we start shooting. I mean, this is, this is inciting rhetoric. And this, go, this goes in line with what Ron DeSantis is saying. This goes exactly in line with what Ron DeSantis is saying, where he said, we got to drain the swamp, drain the swamp. Well, he didn't fire FBI Director Christopher Wray. He didn't fire Dr. Anthony Fauci. He expanded the government. He uh, added trillions upon trillions to the national debt. And this goes along with that. Well, well, you can expect to get shot if you walk out of the store. Now, again, I'm, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say, because we have a Second Amendment in this country, and if you present a lethal threat to American citizens who are armed, they have a legal right to defend themselves against a lethal threat, i.e. with a firearm. I hope that's what he meant. But again, this goes in line with that. He was president when this unrest was taking place, and nothing was done about it. What, what, what could he do now? What's he going to do now? Other than just get up in front of the uh, these barking, clapping seals, and he throws them a, a morsel of fish, and they all just lop it up. Okay, oh, what what does that look like? Stopping the rioting and looting, because all of that unrest took place when Donald Trump was president, and it wasn't stopped. So this is exactly in line with what Ron DeSantis is saying. He talks a good game, talks a big game, saying a lot of the same stuff he said in 2016, but it didn't happen when he was president. So how can how are we supposed to believe him now? Why should we believe him now? So that was very telling. So we'll come back with uh, one final short segment this hour. And again, we're available to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Or check out the broadcast on our uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. where We have the live stream up and running. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly for connection. If you value this station, help ensure it stays in vehicles for the next generation by visiting dependonam.com. Grandchildren are a gift from God, but sometimes they come with surprise bonus gifts. I got granddaughters now that go to preschool. You've never been sicker in your life till you spend time around kids that go to preschool. It's awful. You want a flu vaccine? Scrape the cheek of a five-year-old coming out of a preschool. And my granddaughter waits till I'm sleeping on the couch and she just walks over and stares at me. And did you know because of gravity, everything in her little mouth is splashing on my face. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in Minnesota on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. AM 980 The Mission is hosting a clean comedy night and all generations are welcome. The worst is when they take a drink out of your water. They give the glass back, and there's this six-course meal floating around the top. Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. Water shouldn't have 40 grams of fiber in it. That's all I know. Visit am980themission.com today and save up to $10 per ticket. Did you know that an auto accident as slow as two miles an hour is enough to shift your spine out of place and compress a nerve? Hey, it's Dr. Kim Tran with Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic in Richfield, all 494 and 35W. Because I've also suffered from auto accident injuries, I'll be your biggest advocate to ensure that you get your optimal health and function back. Even if you've been in a minor crash, it's important to seek treatment within the first 24 hours. Most people are in a state of shock and don't feel anything right away because it can take up to two weeks for symptoms to appear. As a corrective chiropractor, we take x-rays to determine what injuries you have to prevent scar tissue from developing and causing further problems. If you've been in an auto accident, we're here to help at Minnesota Integrative Health and Chiropractic. Call us today at 612-545-5672 or go to drkimtran.com. That's drkimtran.com. What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. 
Thinking about climbing Pikes Peak? You can get this radio station there, too. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio, and Odyssey.com. We're always on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Say, play The Patriot, Minneapolis. How you doing out there? I'm doing all right. there one of those days where it just seems like everybody's getting on your case from your teacher all the way down to your best girlfriend? Oh, especially these listeners when I rip you Trump, know, yeah. Hey, all right, AM 1280, The Patriot. But I found a way to get out of it. <laughs> Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let me tell you about it. Welcome back. Is me, Brad Carlson, with one final segment. This hour, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I uh, do have some comments on the live stream feed on Facebook. Uh, Wild Wilson says, Chris Christie sounds just like Michael Moore. Uh, are you saying he sounds like him, uh, Wild, or does he look like him? I mean, they're both portly gentlemen, but... Uh, yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think that Chris Christie admitted to MSNBC. Yeah, that's kind of his job is to go after Trump on behalf of the Democrats. Uh, so that's certainly possible. And Gary Grover, I know Gary has been a fan of Ron DeSantis, and uh, Gary chimes in with DeSantis is the best. Yeah, uh, I, I. It was during the pandemic where I really got to see DeSantis uh, in his uh, really shine and how he handled the pandemic uh, in his state of Florida. And how he hit back at media narratives, and he wasn't going to acquiesce to any uh, preconceived notions of what was happening in his state. So, uh, again, I, um, I, as I said, I'm certainly open to to Ron DeSantis if he's the nominee. Uh, Nikki Haley, I like. I like Tim Scott a lot. I'm I'm horribly disappointed that Tim Scott has been uh, terribly underperforming in these two debates. So uh, it's unfortunate that he hasn't been getting any traction. But uh, you know, uh, I think we're running out of time, and I. Th- think that's the essence of what Carol Markowitz is talking about. Carol Markowitz is an op-ed uh, writer at the New York Post. And her family, after having lived in the Brooklyn area uh, all their lives, I mean, she has young children. Her and her husband uh, lived in Brooklyn many, many years, decided during the pandemic to leave New York, go to Florida, simply because more freedom down there. And it was the best decision the family made, despite real hesitancy to move away because, of course, their families in New York. And she writes about, hey, the if we're serious about knocking Trump off the top of the polls here, we need to narrow down the Republican field as soon as possible. And this, again, this is from Carol Markowitz at the New York Post. People are still moving to Florida to experience Governor DeSantis' leadership. It wasn't a COVID fluke. My new neighbors from Connecticut sport their DeSantis merch and can't wait to vote for him for president. What he has done in Florida is revolutionary and has been a model for other states. But revolutions are scary, and it's not crazy that some Republican voters want to go back to a Republican model they understand. Nikki Haley represents that model. There was a few moments during the presidential debate where the candidates got to really challenge each other, but the ideas really didn't come through. When Tim Scott is attacking Nikki Haley for expensive drapes, voters at home have no idea what's going on. And when Chris Christie looks into the camera and talks to Donald Trump, it doesn't advance the conversation about what he stands for. Yes, he hates Trump now, but where has he been for the last six years? There's a future to consider, and the crowded stage means that the frontrunners angle for time with also-rans. Polls aren't everything, but they are already used to whittle down who gets into the conversation. Lines always get, excuse me, lines always get drawn to consider who gets to be in the debate. The next debate should feature some sharper ones. Voters might enjoy a sideshow, but they deserve a debate of real ideas. Let the top two candidates get a real chance to present those ideas to voters. There can be only one, but let's start with two. And the two she's talking about, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, though they need to winnow down to that field. And Carol Markowitz's opinion. And I and I concur. I concur because of head-to-head polling, Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis do much better head-to-head against Joe Biden. In fact, they lead Joe Biden as opposed to Donald Trump. D- Trump versus Biden, it's been kind of back and forth where Trump has had a slight lead against uh, Biden and Biden's had a slight lead against Trump. Both have been well within the margin of error. But if you want a sure victory to knock off the incumbent president, 
again, the polls don't lie. Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. Okay? So that's really what it needs to boil down to. And we made this mistake in 2016. Okay, we didn't winnow down the field fast enough. John Kasich, Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, they all thought that they were the guys to take on Trump, to take on the leader. And it got too late. And even the dorky John Kasich when he, didn't even drop out. Okay, he wanted to at least go through the, uh, the primary in Ohio. By then it was too late to provide an alternative to Trump. So uh, we only have a couple of minutes uh, left in this, uh, this particular segment. Do we have a caller on the line? Okay. Uh, oh, it looks like Carol in Rush City is on line one. Carol, thank you for calling. You were on the broadcast. Brad, I called you a long time ago. You're so much better than the Vikings, and you're not purple. I appreciate so, that. <laughs> I, got a po- I got a point on both your segments. First, about Biden and the steps. I'm a month younger than him. And I'm I'm fit. I just finished a whole bunch of ladder work on on my house. God bless you, but, Carol. That's great. I love it. But still, those five steps from my porch to the ground, and there's a good railing. I tend to do them in baby steps, like you always have that hip replacement surgery in the back of your mind. So I I feel sorry for him, you know, because sure. I know he wants to do baby steps all the way down the the airplane ladder, and he can't. You know, right now, another thing on on the um, VP problem for Biden. So if I put on my tinfoil hat, I think to myself, they hardly said anything about the details of the death of Diane Feinstein, you know. Uh-huh. So I think to myself, is there something under underneath to to somehow get Kamala? out of the vice president and appointed to the, to replace, you know, fill that empty seat. And then they can put a different vice president in there and and make it more palatable for, for Biden. And maybe they would have to cut some guy to deal with Gavin Newsom to, to make that happen. It's Probably it's impossible to right. get a vice president to the Senate. Have you been talking but, to my wife, Carol? Because she said the exact same thing that... Uh, oh? Yeah, Kamala could be a replacement for Diane Feinstein. Uh, sorry, Carol, we're uh, up against a break. We have to let you go. Appreciate the call. Love it. Call back anytime, Carol. I love hearing from you. Appreciate it. Yeah, my wife said the very same thing. I, I wish I could expand on this, but, uh, I, you know, I, I'm pretty much open to anything at this point, so get your popcorn ready. That's all I can say. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back in a few. Are you tired of living with constant pain? Looking for a real solution that doesn't involve surgeries or harmful medications? Well, look no further. Welcome to Genovations Regen. They focus on getting to the root cause of your pain, not just masking the symptoms. The team utilizes cutting-edge treatment options to pinpoint your discomfort, ensuring a tailored plan to your unique situation. Say goodbye to long downtime recovery periods. Their in-clinic procedures are minimally invasive, allowing you to return to your activities quickly. Their advanced treatments target joint and soft tissue damage using all-natural techniques, creating an ideal environment for your body to heal naturally without relying on narcotics or surgery. Imagine a life where you're free from pain, able to do the things you love with ease. That's the life you deserve. Don't wait any longer to experience relief. Search Genovations Regen today. That's G-E-N-O-V-A-T-I-O-N-S. Regen. Get relief now with Genovations Regen. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800 504 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. 
My name is Marla and I am a teacher in a local public school system. My husband and I heard about Brain Balance. We were a bit skeptical, of course, but we didn't know what to do. When we went to Brain Balance, they got it. They were asking me questions that our medical provider was not asking us. The teachers immediately started noticing that our kids were calmer. As a teacher and a mom, I would say this is one of the most amazing programs I have seen for children. My kids, in their own individual ways, received the help that they needed that moved them to a place of balance and harmony. You know your child better than anyone, but if they struggle with focus, anxiety, or other developmental and learning challenges, you know how frustrating it can be to find the help they need. That's why more parents know brain balance and the difference it's made for their kids. It's the all-natural, whole-child approach that's getting results. Parents know their kids best, and with brain balance, they know results. Visit brainbalance.com for more information. AM 1280. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.